What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Darren, and this is the Manhood Moment. Today we got episode 42, Don't Treat Your Wife Like She's One of the Boys. But before I get into that, I want to invite you to check out our Substack at christendomchronicle.substack.com. There, uh, you can read some articles, essays that are written by my wife and I. Also, you can see the rest of the episodes uh, to this podcast. We're going to be launching another podcast there within the next few weeks, and we're working on the details of that right now. All that content that I just mentioned is free. Uh, there is a paid subscription on there as well that's just $5 a month, and uh, for that $5, you get access to a little bit of extra content, um, and that $5 goes to uh, help support our family ministry. It's just $5 a month, and you get some extra content there, but most of it's free. Just sign up for a free subscription there, and you can access our entire content library. So go check that out at christendomchronicle.substack.com. Today we got episode 42. We're talking about don't treat your wife like she's one of the boys. Now, I'm getting ready to make a statement here, and the statement is the premise upon which my entire point is built for this episode, but it's a controversial statement, okay? And I certainly don't want to be guilty of triggering anyone. I don't want to be guilty of causing any car accidents. I don't want you to be taking a sip of your latte while I make this statement and end up spitting it out all over the place. So this is a trigger warning. I'm warning you ahead of time. I'm getting ready to make a very controversial statement. And the foundation upon which this entire episode is built is on this one very tremendously controversial statement. Okay? I'll give you a minute to prepare yourself. All right. Here it is. Women are different than men. I don't know if you knew that or not. I don't know if that's a fresh idea to you. I know that's not a very popular thing to say in our culture. And I'm not just talking about the LGBTQ folks when I say that. I'm also talking about the feminists and the egalitarians that are gaining prominence even in conservative churches. They don't like this idea that women and men are different. And I'm not just talking about physiological differences, although women and men are different physiologically. And our physiology says something about what it means to be a man and to be a woman. But men and women are different. They just are. They're different. And because men and women are different, there are a lot of different application points to that premise that men and women are different. We've talked about some of them on here, right? Like God made men stronger, they recover from injury faster, and so forth. They have greater muscle production, or testosterone produces greater muscle development in their body, and so forth. And the reason that God did this is so that men could be dominion takers, taking dominion over creation, fighting evil, building good things, and so on and so forth. And then he created women to have children and manage a productive household and be, since this is the case women tend to um, be able to think about more than one thing at a time much better they tend to not get sick as easily as men do they tend to recover from sickness a lot quicker than men do we call that phenomenon the man flu right these are differences between men and women and they just are the reality they're physiological and psychological differences between men and women and there's all kinds of different applications of that point we've talked about some of them before there are more that could be drawn i'm sure we'll draw out more of them as the podcast goes on but one of the applications to that point is this 
since men and women are different and they're put here for different purposes, they're equally valuable, they have equal worth for the throne of God's grace. They're both equally created in the image of God, but they're different. And since they're different men, what that means is that you should treat women different than you treat men. And the most important woman for you not to treat like a man is your wife, because she's not a man. She's a woman. And you shouldn't treat her like she's one of the boys. And you know what I mean when I talk about not treating your wife like she's one of the boys, right? Like, you got friends. You guys you guys know. You got friends that are your buddies. And you talk to them once every six months. And it's a great conversation. You know that you love and respect each other. And, you know, it's great. And you only have to talk every six months, and that's fine. You got buddies you talk once a week. You talk once a month. You only talk to them when you need to talk to them about something. They talk to you when they need to talk to you about something, right? Because they're men. And you, you and not only that, but you, you know, you, you're men. You, one of the things men do is they, you know, they bust each other up. You know, they, they wrestle and they fight and they test one another's boundaries and physical limits. And, you know, they make fun of each other and they, they dig at each other. They jab at each other. This is the way men behave toward one another. You know, you got a, you got a good friend, you know, and you're sitting around and you can tell him, you know, you got, you got five fat friends and he's four of them, you know, it's all, you can do that with men. That's the way men are. Women are not like that. And it causes many problems for young men early on in their marriage when they want to treat their wife like she's one of the boys. They want to talk to their wife like they talk to their friends. They want to behave toward their wife like they behave toward their friends. They want to make fun of her. And they don't understand why over time that builds up and causes discord in their marriage. You know, they not to say that you can't ever be playful with your wife, but you establish a regular pattern of calling your wife fat and then expect her to be intimate with you when you go to bed. That's not going to work. Why? Because she's not a man. She's a woman, and I encourage young men to remember she's a woman, and that's one of the things that you liked about her when you decided to marry her, right? She's a woman, and you have to learn to treat her like a woman. You don't treat her the same way that you treat your buddies. You don't make condescending comments about her body. You don't ignore her to play video games. And you can do that with the guy friends. Guys don't care, or they'll jump in and play video games with you. But you can't do that. You can't do that with your wife. She desires your time and attention. Why? She's not a man. She's a woman. Let me give you a verse on this um, from 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. This is the word of God to husbands. It says, you husbands in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way. As with a weaker vessel, since she is a woman, and show honor, show her honor. As a fellow heir of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. There's a lot that could be said about this verse. I could spend a whole hour-long sermon exegeting just this verse. But I'm only going to say a few things about it that relate to the point that I'm sharing today. He says to live with your wives in an understanding way. So that's the first thing. To be understanding. Why? Because she's the weaker vessel since she's the woman. She's weaker. Her nature is weaker than your nature. And you need to be mindful of that as you interact with your wife. She's smaller. Her frame is smaller. She tends to, women tend to be more emotional. 
they're not necessarily a woman is not less um, cognitively. You know, she's it's not like she's dumber or slower or anything like that. There are men that will try to use this first to say that it doesn't teach that. But it does teach that she has a weaker frame. She's the weaker vessel and she has a weaker frame. And you need to be mindful of the weakness of her frame as you interact with her. And so he says here, show her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life. What this means here is she's weaker than you. God made you stronger than her. And you should use that strength that God has given you for her benefit, not for her downfall. You should use that strength for building things. You should use that strength for protecting her. You should use that strength for providing for her, right? Not for hurting her, not for um, manipulating her, not for lording over her, right? That's not what you do when you're interacting with a woman. That's not why God gave you strength. God gave you strength so that you could help build a house in which she could make a productive home for your children. And so you don't treat your wife like she's one of the boys because she's not one of the boys. She has a weaker nature. And yet also, even despite the fact that she has a weaker nature, you are to show her honor because she is the fellow heir of the grace of life. She is your fellow heir. And so what does this mean practically? A man should be able to go out into the world and he should be brave-hearted and he should be bold and he should be thick-skinned and he should be um, hard and be able to build and fight and defend and so forth out in the world. And then he should be able to be able to come home and walk in the door and be gentle and kind toward his wife and toward his children. And he should be able to make a distinction between the way that he needs to behave when he's out in the world versus the way he needs to behave when he's at home with his wife and his children. And that's the distinction that I'm drawing here, men. You need to learn not to treat your wife like she's one of the boys. You treat her like she's the best thing in your life. She's the crown jewel of your wife, your life. Next to your relationship with Jesus Christ, she is the most important thing that you have going right now. Um, you know, the scripture says, you know, a, a, who can find a godly wife, right? Who can find one? And yet, maybe God has seemed fit to give you a wife that wants to honor him by serving you. You need to treat her like she matters to you at that level. So you don't treat her like she's one of the boys. You treat her like a woman with gentleness and love and care and respect. And you use your strength to protect and to provide for her. And if you do that, it goes a long way toward making it a little bit easier for her to submit to you. And that's not to say that she's always going to submit to you if you're a godly husband, because as it turns out, women are sinners too, right? And you gotta you got to work through that. You're going to sin against her. She's going to sin against you. You need to be regular in the confession and repentance of sin. So this is not to say if you do this, it's going to create a perfect marriage. This is just one application of the idea that men and women are different. You shouldn't treat your wife like she's one of the boys. She's the most important woman for you not to treat like a man. You need to treat her like she's a woman. Show her patience, love, gentleness, care, and concern. That's what it means not to treat your wife like she's one of the boys. Okay, God bless, brothers.